0: I mean, there are always these, um, once in a while, these little farts that slip out and it's oh, so funny to look at your partner's face. <laughs> but that's okay. That's actually normal. What's really funny, what really cracks me up is, um, when Ashwin tells us to go with the white belts, especially me. Um, and sometimes he tells me to go with like this beast giant of a guy and it may be, he may be like a week or two into training and, um, we go around and once the round is done, I, I mean, often get a submission on him and the look on their face is priceless Prachi. Like, it's so shocking for them to realize that a person half their size can manage to manipulate them and get a submission. And that it's so, it's the realization that they have on their face that Jiu actually works is, is amazing. So yeah, I, I love that bit, but it's also so dangerous because most of the injuries I have caught is, while I have um, gone rounds with these, um, I mean, white belts or people who join and are new because they can't take the fact that a girl is managing to um, close to get a submission on them. So they use all their muscles and energy and they just try to pin you down.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, sometimes it doesn't work in your favor. <laughs>
1: yeah. But that sounds so empowering, right? It is! <laughs> I can imagine the look on their faces. I can totally like, watch big and just... Hi Meryl. Hi Sophie. <laughs> How's it going? How's your weekend
0: going? Oh my god, weekend. Yesterday felt long, but now that it's Sunday, it feels so short.
1: <laughs> and it's Monday tomorrow, but it's okay. <laughs> and you have really really long days right you have a ah, don't training yeah so um so you do jujitsu and you also work in the tech industry and we're going to talk about both today yeah. but um let's start with jujitsu why don't you tell us how did you, and first of all tell us what is it because i imagine that a lot of people wouldn't know exactly what it is so if you can tell us a little bit sure um so what even though I am reminded
0: on a daily basis that my jiu-jitsu sucks from Ashwin, <laughs> I'd like to really have a little bit of an understanding. <laughs> so it's basically a ground um, combat sport, which involves grappling. Um, how I'd like to look at it is basically I use my opponent's strength to sort of uh, maneuver around them and basically get a more dominant position and or get a submission. And it's it's... It's not. Uh, it's an art that doesn't in- require you to be strong physically, and so that really works well for me, um, or any um, person for that matter. So I think that jiu Jitsu is just such a beautiful martial art, and that's just what it is for me.
1: Strong and big, also. I imagine. I mean, you can. You don't have to be like big no. and burly in order to. You know. I- I would, even though I am pretty much steamrolled on a daily basis,
0: um, I don't feel like um, I'm close to being murdered. And I am a very petty person um, grappling with beasts at Warrior's Cove. So clearly being big and strong is not a mandate.
1: Yeah. Okay, great. So how did you get into it? How did you start doing it? So basically what happened
0: was I got done with my undergrad from Simbasis Pune. And I came back to Delhi. Um, and, uh, my dad sort of Delhi being Delhi forced me to get into some form of self-defense. And I sort of Googled and found Warrior's Cove and I went in super nervous and I saw a class mostly full of boys. And there were, back then, this was about, this was 26 years ago. So it was 2014 or something. And, um, there were about a handful of girls, um, as opposed to now. But yeah, it was it was daunting. But that's how I I sort of dived into jiu jitsu.
1: As opposed to now, so are you saying there were more girls back then?
0: There were more girls back then. Yeah, as opposed to now, more because of COVID. Um, and even though the gym has reopened now, following strict you know uh, protocols and standards, um, there's that's mostly just me and one more girl, Malika, who comes into a class full of men. <laughs>
1: So how, uh, why do you think uh, that women have not stuck around? They've they've left over the years. Um. So
0: I have managed to convince like only two of my friends, like girlfriends to come and at least give it a shot or watch. And what, and I, I understand what they find daunting, daunting is the fact that it is already full of men and The fact that it's a it's a grappling sport or it involves fighting (laughs) is probably what you know pushes them back and also it's you know everyone's sweaty and there's a certain amount of smell and i there are a lot of factors that that um sort of don't encourage them to dive deeper into it or give it another shot Hmm. um but i don't know it's it's for me and at least the few girls who do come in there once you. Just give it a shot and continue to go in for a week, it's really great. But I also do understand why it's daunting because you know it's 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 grappling. And if you talk about Muay Thai, it's kickboxing. I mean it's whatever you, there are strikes and kicks involved. So maybe it's um sort of not looked at or very looked at um as a very, you know, girl, girly uh, hobby. And that's probably some deep rooted conditioning that our society is sort of put in there. Mm. But yeah, it's it's probably because there's there are already so many boys in there and you come into a class full of boys and you don't see many girls get into it so you don't think that it's for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I would imagine that if there is a women only class and possibly even taught by a woman, that would be a lot more welcoming to newcomers as opposed to going and learning from a guy from a man and you know training with other men i think that takes a, that's a huge leap I agree. yeah
0: i agree even for even for a lot of our jiu-jitsu competitions um like there are basically just five women competing and it's it's one you don't even understand your own skills if they're good enough because they're really just five girls on the competition yeah. But, um, yeah, I know you, you sort of need that, you know, that, that view of a good number of women in the class to maybe encourage more people. And, in fact, whenever a new girl does come in for trial class, especially into Warrior School, like Malika and I just pounce and put mm-hmm. on our happiest faces and just overtly friendly, like, just please just
1: stay with us. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what has it been training with men? What's it been like? Um,
0: so I mean, at least when I first joined in, it was quite a struggle, but as and when I got close to the team and got to know all of them, they're they're so friendly and they're so nice. Um, The great part about training is that they're not going to treat you any differently being a girl. They will still, you know, put in all the efforts and knowledge and skills that they know and um, go grappling with you and go the rounds that you're supposed to go. Um, So that's great, um, but also exhausting. Uh, At this point, I'm not really faced by the fact that they're all or mostly men. I'm just so used to training with them. They're all great friends and great teammates. But um, like, so I joined in, and then I'd taken a five-year break. I had gone back. uh, I'd gone to do my masters and work, and you know, adult stuff, responsibilities, and then I came back to India and joined back uh, Warrior School. That first day was so scary. <laughs> it was nerve-wracking. I remember driving to the academy, and I was practically shivering while holding the steering wheel. Um, yeah, the initial nerves were there. but And I don't even know why, because I already knew the people in there. But yeah, I, I don't even know how to explain that. But it's, it's, it's great. Um, I don't know. I love Jiu-Jitsu. It's probably the only reason I managed to get up at 6 in the morning to go to train. <laughs>
1: So you start your day at six in the morning, or do you, you work, your work hours are also?
0: Uh... So, yeah, so um, I work on the Australian time zone because I work with an Australian mining company. Um, some days I have calls that start at 5 a.m. and um, I try to wrap up the calls and I try to schedule my meetings around training.
1: Hmm.
0: Most of the times I do manage, but sometimes I have to maybe miss one training session, but we have a morning training at 6.30 a.m. for which I wake up at six and that takes about an hour and a half. Then I come back home, work, <laughs> and then we have a noon class which I go for again. Um, and then you also have to invest time into you know, drilling what they've taught in class and then um, you know do some weight training so you're, injury- you're not as prone to injuries as you would be usually. You take out time to stretch and um yeah a big chunk of my time goes into training despite having a full time job <laughs> and every day i think i'm going to lose my job but <laughs> trying my best to juggle both
1: <laughs> i think i'm doing a great job
0: <laughs> i hope so mm-hmm. um but yeah you sort of have to be on your toes especially with training cuz these some of these guys have practically dedicated their lives to it right and um they they put in their hours with full dedication but you also don't want to be left behind because otherwise when you're training and rolling with them you're practically just getting mangled and that's a terrible feeling <laughs> so i try my best to survive each class and put in as many hours as possible into drilling so i can keep up with them yeah
1: so was it was it challenging for you to you know assimilate and make your space in this very masculine space that you're in doing a very masculine thing too was it challenging and if so in like what were the challenges that you faced no for
0: sure pretty pretty much every day it's challenging Prachi um in fact at a point I was talking to Ashwin about this that you know it, it got so exhausting and like every bone in my body was hurting and I was just trying to figure out why like if if um like why I'm continuously going in and I told him I figured the fact that like I just I don't want it to be a boys club so I really just push myself to go every day just so that there's at least one girl going in and it's just like I said not a boys club and I can just just have um some girl representative going on in there and he said bro if that's motivating you then just keep that as a motivation (laughs) it's all good as long as you keep training and um Yeah, some days that's what's pushing me. Uh, But some days I feel like maybe I am improving. And so then I keep going in to get better. And these competitions are also so fun. Um, So that's a bit motivating factor. And um, yeah, the fact that, you know, it's um, at. at, So now I'm about two years into training and I'd like to believe that um, I at least pose as a little bit of a challenge to the other boys (laughs) in the academy. So that's great after rolling um when like after a round is done, and <laughs> they come out in you know sweating and they go, oh, that was challenging to submit to you it it does feel a bit good, you know, I feel a little better about myself, so yeah,
1: yeah, a little
0: motivating yeah. factors you, know, yeah, going.
1: yeah. Yeah, that sounds like an exhilarating feeling. And all these guys are so big and you're yeah. so little. And you know, when that happens and when you, when you give them a good solid challenge. Like, yeah, look for yeah. those little openings to just squeeze out of and then catch your breath.
0: That's really just what I try to do.
1: Wow, yeah, that sounds amazing. So do you think, because Mohit tells me this, that you know, if you're Smaller in size, you do have an advantage because you can like you have more space to move around and maneuver your way out or in or whatever. Exactly. So you do you agree with that? I agree. Yeah. And do you do you feel like women are just generally you know women are generally more flexible than men are? Yeah. Like a range of motion is a little bit more. Big advantage. Yeah. Yeah. So so like what are the other advantages? Are there any other advantages of being a woman? Um.
0: See I mean um I won't say I have <laughs> the only advantage at this point I see is that I have a woman's locker room all to myself. There's no other advantage I enjoy in terms of training or grappling. But um yeah, yeah, exactly like Mohit pointed out, um being small has its own advantages because you see these little spaces you can squeeze out of. Honestly, the fact that um they're mostly just men in uh, the academy what really helps is that when I, I i've only competed once but um i feel like the fact that i am grappling with men who are um comparatively stronger than me it does gives me give me a bit of a, a edge or advantage when i um uh, grapple or go on for jiu- I mean, do um, tournaments with women. So like, maybe I, I feel like I'm better at, you know, uh, maneuvering around them and I've gotten stronger. So that's, that's, I feel it's um, going my way as a good advantage. But yeah, in terms of training, Ashwin um, makes sure that this, like I have, he, he doesn't give me any um, you know, edge over anyone else that way. Like it's all, it's all equal. He basically even when he throws us um, to go with the white belts, you just say, "Look, if you don't want to get mauled, go all out with her," which <laughs> feels great. But yeah, no, there's, there's no. I don't get any preference like that. Yeah. That's, that sounds like a great place to be in, yeah? It is. It really is
1: it's more about what you're doing and not about who's doing it
0: right exactly
1: so but tell me do you train when you're on your period
0: i do um I do. <laughs> it's, it's um yeah it's pretty bad because uh i i so i use menstrual cups which is very helpful to be honest while training um and jujitsu when when i am going um on, Like, you know, whatever, grappling with someone and there's whatever, five minute or 10 minute round going on. And more often than not, if it's a strong person, they do obviously get to get a a dominant opposition on me. And many a times they put their knee on the belly, which is, you know, something that happens while you grapple. And that is so painful. But then there's also so much adrenaline rush going on and you're focused on just trying to escape that you really just realize at the end of the class, I mean, the pain only dives in at the end of the class, but by then it's fine. You're done with it all. Oh um, yeah.
1: My my stomach is feeling funny just listening to this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually really <laughs> like, bad. <no>. <laughs> <laughs> you're mostly just conscious that you're
0: not, you know, bleeding or, you know, leaking or your pants aren't red or the mats don't get red. And so yes. that, all that worry diverts like there's no pain you don't think about pain then yeah
1: yeah okay so uh a side note tell me all about menstrual cups because i've been thinking for the longest time of switching to cups and i don't know like i feel a little reluctant about it but like tell me. You...
0: they're a life changer honestly it's it's crazy i mean it's it's so easy, um, one, and it's it's a cup that, you know, lasts very long. You you really just have to, you know, boil it and disinfect it at the beginning and end of your uh, period cycle. But I don't, sometimes pads used to make me feel uncomfortable and I, then I switched to tampons and that was also making me feel a bit like I knew I was wearing something while training or something, I mean training or doing any other physical activity, right? Mm. But but with cups, uh, more often than not, I forget that I have periods till the pain kicks in. Um, but it's just, it's so comfortable once you, the first time I tried it, it was, yeah, it didn't work very well for me because I didn't get the physics of it right in terms of uh, using it. But <laughs> once I really understood it, it's its a life changer. It's its so easy and comfortable.
1: Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, I, I asked this of, if- if anybody tells me, you know, they use cups, or they have they use, they have used cups. I always ask them what it's like for them, and uh, so I've now asked maybe like seven or eight women what it's like for them. All,
0: all of them have told you it's great,
1: except one. One person didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. she didn't oh. like it, and I think for her, you know, she she couldn't really figure out the right angle, and you know, she just found it too messy and not worth it. So she went back to using tampons. I get it. Yeah. And
0: same for me, I tried it first and then I switched back to tampons because I was like, no, no, maybe it's not for me. And then my friend really pushed me to give it another shot. And then I did. Yeah. And I was like, thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, But everybody yeah. I've ever asked, they all love it. So I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's, it's, I it's should try it out at least once, right? Try it out. Yeah. Nothing okay. to lose. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so back to the mat now. Yeah. <laughs> tell, uh, us, tell us the funny
0: incident that has happened to you while training. Um, <laughs> funny incident. I mean, there are always these, um once in a while, these little farts that slip out and it's oh, so wrong. funny to look at your partner's face. <laughs> but that's okay. That's actually normal. What's really funny, what really cracks me up is um when Ashwin tells us to go with the white belts, especially me, um, and sometimes he tells me to go with like this beast giant of a guy and it may be, he may be like a week or two into training and, um, we go around and once the round is done, I, I mean, often get a submission on him and look on their face is priceless Prachi. Like, it's so shocking for them to realize that a person half their size can manage to manipulate them and get a submission. And that, that it's so
1: it's the realization
0: that they have on their face that jiu-jitsu actually works is is amazing so yeah i, I love that bit yeah. but it's also so dangerous because most of the injuries i have caught is while i have um gone rounds with these um i mean white belts or people who join and are new because mm-hmm. they can't take the fact that a girl is oh. managing to um close to get a submission on them so they use all their muscles and energy and they just try to pin you down yeah and yeah sometimes it doesn't work in your favor <laughs> yeah
1: but that sounds so empowering right it is <laughs> <And> i can <laughs> imagine the look on their faces i can totally watch like, big eyes and just yeah that's amazing <laughs> that is amazing i wish that's all you can take a picture of someone staring at you like that, shocked like the whole world has, has turned upside down. <laughs> like everything they knew has been proven wrong. <laughs> this does not follow the rules of physics. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> so now you have a coming sorry. up in a month. Yeah. Got to all about it. Uh, sorry, sorry. The, the tournament? The tournament. Yeah, which is now a month away.
0: Nine. Yeah, I'm so stoked about that. Um, So this is a 16-man grappling tournament that Ashwin, Mohed, Rajiv and I are um, organizing. Ashwin being the um, director of it all and um, it's really just picked out as creme de la creme of all the fighters in India and they're just going to come on stage and one day and battle it out and we're going to see who the best of the best is. I am in one of the undercard fights, so just for entertainment purposes. (laughs) And so right after my fight, I'm going to put on my organizer hat and get to work. But yeah, I'm just really excited about that tournament. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's that's the... So then, so now I have like my employment work and I have training and, and now I'm helping out with leverage and I'm really just waiting for 18th December to <laughs> come and go by so I can just take a vacation and yeah. relax. It's so hectic, but it's fun.
1: Yeah, that's great, so many hats. <laughs> Heavy hats
0: and I feel like that's I'm
1: yeah. So, so your training also must now be focused on preparing for the competition, right? Yeah. It is. So that's that means more hours, more grueling training, both, both.
0: Honestly, um, the hours of training has not changed because um, Ashun and Mohit make sure that the comp team train the way they do, the same intensity through the year, be there. I mean, if there's a competition or not which is what makes competitions less stressful, to be honest, because the training is always intense through the year. Yeah. And I mean, that's great and it's exhausting, but it also, it's half the battle won because training is always intense. And so when it's comp time, it's it's not like we're suddenly pulling our socks up and getting to training. It's it's the same all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. So, you also you work in the tech industry, which is also a super masculine. Industry. Yes. About yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, do you have? I mean, do you have more women in the team? Um.
0: So, oh god, it's just drowning in a pool of testosterone all the time. Um. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> so, um, my old team, I was. It was a team of fourteen people, and I was the only woman. Um. And so, again, um. I have to say this about the Australian, and this is when I was working in Australia. And the work culture there is beautiful. Once again, it's 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 great. It, it, you don't really feel like there's you're being treated differently in any way. Mm. Um, my new team is bigger, and so there are a few more women, and that's great. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's it's because it's tech industry. Um, women do hesitate to apply, um, and. Uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't know why because I think it's a great field and great industry to work in Um, and I work for BHP, an Australian mining company and um, to their credit, they have sort of made it a mandate to have 35% female representative, which is great. And so now um, the HR and like every team within the company is focusing on um, trying to hire as many women as possible, but the challenge there, is um you know you can't just hire talent based on the gender you have to of course make sure they have the skill yeah so it's it's, it's a difficult thing to balance but they are managing and it's great
1: yeah yeah i think we definitely for the tech industry i feel like we are seeing a change um, and you know there are more women joining in and growing and staying I feel like earlier also the the challenge was that, you know, maybe after a few years, after they would get married, women would get married or have babies, they'd leave, right? And across the board, but especially, I think more so in certain industries, in tech was one of them. Uh, But now, maybe that's not happening so much, as much as it did before.
0: True. Sorry, I'm just going to walk over because someone has managed to lock himself in the
1: bike um,
0: <laughs> so I agree, in fact, my company's um, chief technology officer is a woman, and that is so great. Um, but have you spoken to other women in the technology industry? I know a few. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's what I mean, right? Like I, I also know women who are slightly older, maybe like 10, 15 years older, who joined as fresh ad- graduates stayed on for like maybe two or three, four years, but then left, you know, and mm. the, they would get married, have babies, become moms, and then the husbands. And very often, they would also marry somebody from the same industry, someone who's also in tech, but their their career would take a backseat over the husbands.
0: Oh boy, that riles me up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but now I don't see that happening. Okay, good. You know?
0: True. Yeah. So, wow, things are getting so much better um yeah my even my current team the new people they're hiring are more um you know freshly graduated students and mostly females um and so that's great
1: do you think that uh policies are becoming more women friendly
0: they are and um i feel like that's also sort of um backfiring a bit. Um, like I told you, like in, in my company, they have now, um, placed this, um, it's more like a KPI now that we need to have uh, more of a female representative. Um, and many managers are not looking at that as a positive because then they feel recruitment is happening based on gender as that skill and knowledge. Right. Um, but I mean, that's, can find a fine balance there. Um, there are more women um, coming out of, or graduating from technology um, universities or specialization, and, and they have the skill and knowledge. Mm. And even um, like one of my colleagues from HR, and I'm sure it happens in every industry and company that you know women are more reluctant to apply for jobs, yeah. and they feel like they need to check a lot more boxes to be, uh, you know, to be a fit for the role that's being advertised as compared to men. Um, Yeah, it's just that it's only now that I feel that women um, see that they can actually do a piece of work. Uh, But even when I joined this company, I I feel like I was uh, not up for it, I didn't feel like I was qualified but I had such a supportive manager and he put in the time and effort um, and made sure I went underwent the training that was required to, for me to do my job. And um, I think that's just really what we need um, from the leadership team for that matter, just a little more patience and um, effort. And I think, I don't know, I feel like I'm doing a decent job. <laughs> I still have my job uh, despite you know COVID and, um, Like, my organization went through a major reorg, but yeah, managed to keep my job, so maybe I'm doing something right. Uh, So yeah, I mean, even though it's a male-dominant industry, it just doesn't matter, like, you do the job you've given and you'll be fine. (laughs)
1: Yeah, if you're given the job. Yeah, (laughs) true. I mean, performers and your performance will always outshine everything else. Exactly. So the hindrances that women have had professionally or, you know, the reasons because of which women have pulled back mid-career or even, in, you know, the first five years of uh, in, their, in their career mm-hmm. is more cultural, right? Like, there it is a social expectation, a cultural expectation that you get married, you stop working. Or, you know, you have a baby, you stop working. Or, you know, if you're married, then your husband's career is more more important than yours because of whatever, right? So it's not that your employer, your boss or your company is kicking you out. But it is the society that we live in which, which forces or has historically, um, you know, given less importance to careers of women, which now is changing, you know. And this change is being reflected in every level, you know, even the fact that fathers are now more involved in parenting than they were for our generation, you know. So I I think that's great. But And um, even there, I feel
0: like um, organizations can help because another thing that um, the company I work for has um, done to sort of, women to continue doing their job is with regards to parental leaves so um, women get up to one year of uh, paid parental leave and so do the fathers they get um, up to six months of parental leave so you know if you can take care of your employees like that um, one your turnover rate will obviously be low and secondly you know it's, it's great you're taking care of your employees and if they're happy they'll do a great job and I'm gonna do my best to stick to this company because the perks are so great and they really take care of you and they care about your mental health and your well-being.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely lovely. So, one last question. What um, advice do you have for younger women who want to either learn martial arts or self dance or get into an industry like, like the tech industry, which is so male dominated, what would you tell them?
0: So, um, I, I'm, I'm no, uh, I'm I'm just, I'm sticking to the martial art because it's so fun. Um, maybe get into it for the same purpose as I did, which is self-defense. And I'm sure if you just stick it out, you'll be hooked as well. Um, surely there's something addictive about it. And look, I am no athlete and I'm not born with, um, I don't know great athletic genes but you know it's it's fun and once you get into it once you realize that you irrespective of size can um you know combat a man double your size it it's it's really boosts your confidence and i think that confidence boosting booster is what kept me going the only other thing that you know, um, (laughs) skyrocketed my confidence like this was when I learned how to drive. When you realize you can just take yourself from point A to point B without depending on anyone. And same way, martial, I mean, jiu-jitsu made me realize that I can take care of myself and I don't need to rely on anyone. Just knowing that is, it just does wonders to your confidence levels. And that sort of um, trickled down to my job as well it teaches you perseverance it teaches you to just keep at it and um you just inadvertently end up doing a great job at just anything any piece of work that you're doing um it's what made me um, survive technology industry as well i just kept focusing on what i was doing kept learning new things and then applied it wherever i could and yeah it just worked yeah
1: that's great and that face that you see when you pin down, um, <laughs> not expecting someone who looks like you.
0: Everything is worth a It's so priceless.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. I really do hope that one day you can take a picture and share it with me I would awesome. love that. <laughs>